This is Pete Moore. I am on Halo Talks NYC on location in sunny California, uh, southern sunny California in San Diego at the Ursa 2018 show. I'm with a good friend of mine, Kim Fowler, who is the founder of Yaz, uh, and now is doing a lot of work uh, in the sector as an advisor like us on the Halo side. Um, so on the spinning and on the yoga and anything that's a studio concept or fitness programming, she is your go-to. So I'm excited <laughs> to have you uh, have you on the show. Well, thank you, thank you, Pete. Yeah, I started um, WellFit um, Global Consulting uh, after um, I shut down Yaz. I had a number of um, different, like big box gyms, reach out to me to start their boutique. Uh, concept inside of their clubs or as separate concepts all, all both um, there's some that are trying to pare down you know because the big box 20,000 square feet it's you know the, and so they wanted to set up their own boutique fitness inside and then some are one like Equinox did and like Equinox goes out and buys the different concepts mm -hmm. and then you have some of these big players want to start their own and that way it's more branded more aligned with their you know with their identity gotcha so um so i use this term experience is what you get when you don't get what you want um <laughs> so you know you've tried a Good lot of saying. different things in the sector um mm -hmm. you've been embedded in in the business model for you know you're one of the first ones uh out mm -hmm. there so um i do think that the middle market you know is striking back you know and, right. and that's probably one of the reasons for uh, your phone to be blowing up with uh, with requests for <laughs> for, for advice because uh, people yeah. know that uh, that they don't have to cede this territory or this part of the market to uh, you know to new operators they, they right. can just reinvent themselves. So when you think about um, you know a, a middle market operator going into boutique fitness, what what are some of the things that you recommend they think about because they probably have to think differently about. They, what they're doing. They do. Um, often, one of the first things that I ask them is, what's going to make you special? Right. Um, often, I'm dealing with that with a client right now, wanting to copy a concept. And then you go, okay, this is a big player. Um, you know, why would they go to you? Mm -hmm. And um, that's something that if you're going to get into the you know, boutique market, the reason people go to you is because you're different. Right. You know, you're special. You have to have that secret sauce or, or something that would make someone want to go to you. So when you look at, at the secret sauce, and um, there's obviously a lot of copycats in, in other industries. You know, there's, yes. there's a dozen, it, there's at least a dozen, you know, burger joints that have a little different right. span and a little different brand. And uh, maybe they got a different cooking machine. Well, uh, it's it's like you said, they have something different. Right. You know, you can't just go in and think you're going to copy something. You know, I, I, I deal with branding and marketing a lot. Right. And so that's a fun exercise to get someone in, you know, to actually have them think about that. I'm, I'm doing that right now. There's a lot of yoga studios out there that want to add spinning now. And, you know... Who would they come to? Sure, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you and are the originator of, of that concept. and So, um, you know, so that's, that's an interesting process to have them walk through um, because it ha you have to change your identity and you're adding uh, another modality 
which is which is smart because a lot of yoga studios are struggling right now. Right. So when you when you go in and um, whether it's a new brand or whether it's you know hey we want to add a new modality, um, do you come in with a you know a playbook of like this is how you do it or you really need to understand you know what the the DNA of their company is and then kind of say okay look here's the here's what's a, a an extension of what you're doing or, or here's like a smooth flow you can't just say like all right let me let me spec out these bikes for you and right. we'll put up this wallpaper and you know here's the kind of shoes you should buy and you you know 30 days you should just start spinning classes you should always stay authentic to your brand uh, it's it's important. It's in, I mean it's important to just success. Period. Um, you know any fitness you know concept out there that's been successful is true to their brand. You, you might have to shuck and jibe, you know, as the market changes, but you stay authentic to your brand. Right. So if you, if you're starting up, if if you're you're saying okay, there this is a revenue um, base that I want to try and achieve. Right. Um, and you are a middle market club. Uh, do you actually hire somebody who's going to like be in charge of that, or almost like a brand ambassador, or someone internally is going to run this division or run this unit? Because I think it's probably hard to say, okay, we'll just put this in, and you know, you guys do two brands or three or whatever it is. Well, I, I, I'm I'm dealing with that right now. Like sometimes you have um, owners that know the fitness world and then sometimes you have owners that spins totally out of their, their realm right you know it's it is it's a totally different beast and then you do have to bring somebody in that knows what they're doing you know the yoga world and the spin world like when I first opened they were warring factors mm -hmm. I had spin instructors and I had traditional yoga instructors and they hated each other Mm -hmm. Our, my first um, instructor meeting went went to blows. I mean, they were. Did they did they automatically like um, set up as like sides? As, oh like, yeah, uh, they hated each other. Wow. Oh, it was it was <laughs> truly like you know, a spin class would come out, yoga class would come out. The not only did the students hate each other, the instructors hated each wow. other. I mean, to the point where they got in a fist fight. And I went wow. Houston. Have a problem, and you know if I don't solve this, I'm not going to be in business. Wow! And so I, I started my own style of yoga, yoga for athletes. You know, tapered it more for spinners, mm -hmm. and and that's a, you, you know, you can't just throw modalities together and expect that it, you know, everybody's going to get along. Yeah, no, I mean it's interesting because people are are at least for several years have been talking about like the concept of like the equivalent of a food court. You know, we're going to have multiple brands under right. one roof. And um, I don't think anybody's brought up the uh, the animosity or, like, the instructor uh, diva oh, or the yeah. bravado, uh, you know, associated with that as, like, a I don't know business if you, risk, right? if you have it as much anymore, but definitely you have it. Um, you know, especially with traditional yoga, even, you know, some Pilates instructors don't like yoga instructors or mm. spin instructors. So the whole food court, you would have to have, the only only way I see it working is you have a, a training and everybody has to teach different modalities. Then you, then then you understand it. One. You become one. Sure, sure. Yeah. But that's, um, that's like, that would be the secret sauce to having a food court 
type of fitness concept. Right, right. So uh, as you look at the boutique space, you know, and, and we, we've met with a lot of people, so there's a lot of conflicting views. I think there's a, a space for the studios that'll continue to flourish. The middle market will as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody used this term the other day that we're that it's additional market share. It's like we're not competing for market share, but if we can get more people to come in, and maybe what you've seen on the millennial side, or as people say, you know, I belong to two different clubs, and I belong to, um, you know, I've got class packs at X number of studios. Right. Um, that seems to be more of the norm, and there's more money that's being spent on on fitness in general and people's results. Um, do you see the price points, you know, still holding? For the boutique side? Uh, they do, but it's with big box gyms getting into more specialized classes, um, I think you're going to have an issue with that. Um, that was part of one of the lectures today, um, the annual financial panel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what they were talking about. You know, you're, you're going to be dealing with that. Um, it'll equalize it's going to have to right so um so to talk about a a, an engagement that um you know that you work on what you do for for clients and how that process flows well it depends what they need i mean i've been in this uh in the fitness and wellness uh, for over 20 years i was the coo of a very large vitamin company um, before i opened jazz and I was the first in the boutique, you know, fitness market. I was the first to do, um, you know, basically hybrid classes that nobody had ever heard of that. Right. So um, I, so when uh, someone comes to me, sometimes it's just they want to add a modality. Sometimes they they want they they don't understand branding, marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my I love branding and marketing. Sure. My, you know, it's, it's so much, it's fun. Right. Um, and, you know, sometimes, uh, like, there, I have some people that, that you know, want to start a brand new concept. And you you have to walk through and ask them questions. I was, I was a lawyer for 18 years, so it's, you know, you just get in there and, you know, <laughs> why cross, do you... Cross-examination. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, why do you need 5,000 square feet? Why do you need, you know, and they, they just, well so-and-so has it mm-hmm. and then it's like ah did you do the numbers on that because it's probably not going to pencil out um so it's 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 interesting and i i have so many connections um like you in the industry um i can help point someone in the right direction mm-hmm. the, just focusing on the on the middle market because i think that's really the the group that has the the most to gain right. uh, versus a new concept that that's starting up, which has its own you know startup related right. risks and, and nuances to it. You know, are are a number of these health clubs spending time you know surveying their members and saying like, okay, if we do this, you know, would you show up? Are, are, are people using yes. the data? They uh, are okay, absolutely. Because yeah. I, sometimes I feel like you know, echoing back to your prior point of like, hey, why do you want to do this? And it's like. Yeah. Well, because there's demand for it. There's and, demand for right. it. Um, you know, I, I, I had a company reach out to me. They sent out a, you know, an email to all their franchisees, and they asked them, if you could add 
one thing, so you'd have another concept, another franchise concept, uh, what would it be? And almost every single one of them said yoga and spinning. Mm -hmm. You know, so then you're sitting there trying to, you know, come up with that concept because you have a brand and so you have to come up with a concept that fits in with that brand but is a separate identity. So on the, with, with, with what you did at Yaz and with um, yoga and spinning as two concepts, are you able to get enough hours for an instructor to keep the best instructors where they don't have to jump around and also can most of these clubs and new studio concepts, do they fully appreciate that you have to pay up for the best talent and you have to compete for that talent? Well, um, yeah, I mean, with, with clubs, you do, you, you do and you don't um, have enough. It depends on the instructor. I have some, like I, I had some instructors that wanted to teach like 20 classes a week. Mm-hmm. Well, you shouldn't do that. Because if you have an instructor that's teaching that much and they go, like they get poached, which happens all the time in sure, this industry, sure. you're screwed. Right. So, so what's, a, what's the right number of, of classes to kind of keep some? I mean, it's like this. Uh, well, I always would go with nobody could uh, teach more than 12. Gotcha. Okay. That, that, was, that was my number because I could scramble and fill that. Um, anything more, you know, you're take a club down right now um, when you say that that's for an actual modality like if you're a health club and you've got you know spinning and you've got yoga and you got high intensity you would still try and keep that as you know we've got we've got rock stars but you know there's not one you yes. know person that's kind of like the uh, head well, stylist tr- at a salon <laughs> I guess yeah right? Just you the, try not to yeah. I mean uh, you know you've seen a lot of the middle, middle market clubs go under when their star goes off and right. I, I mean I've I've had it I you know I had a number of clubs come in and steal you know top instructors from sure. me I've had instructors go off and start their own thing and that's happened in New York a, a couple of times like um, you know the rumble concept was started by the the top instructor of Barry's boot camp and mm. supposedly there's um, guy named Aiken, I think is his name. Uh, it was his Aiken's Army or something. It's right. SoulCycle is now starting up his own concept. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the risk of um, of a consumer-facing business and yes. creating these tribes. Sometimes the, the tribes multiply. They do. <laughs> but um, that's one of the things with keeping it about your brand, mm-hmm. you know, about what makes you special. Uh, you know, it, instructors want to be promoted. You know, they want... Know, they want to be little stars, but you also have to protect your brand. Right. So um, what, one of the things that we're trying to do on, on the Halo side and Integrity Square side is make sure that new concepts, they fully appreciate and know what they're getting into. Right. Um, and I think that there have been some, in New York mostly, there have been some um, instructors that have gotten financing from their members and they've started mm-hmm. one club and or one studio. And... Um, they didn't fully appreciate that they had to run a business versus <laughs> thinking that they, you know, bought their own uh, concert hall right. to, uh, you know, to basically hold court, you know, yeah. and, and they can do the 20, 30 
um, you know, classes, classes a week, yeah. and then they realize they also have to do QuickBooks, mm -hmm. <laughs> pay the rent, <laughs> do marketing. Um, so how do you, um, when, when you're advising, you know, entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. um, and we're trying to do this a little better, um, to kind of lay out like a very clear picture of, you know, look, anything's going to crush it for the first like six to 12 months, just like a new restaurant, like right. tables are always full for the first <laughs> six to 12 months. It's month, or you hope. It's, right, yeah. it's month right. 13 to like month 60 is when you actually have to do the work. Right. Um, and you're not the new, new studio and you know, on the block again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, given your perspective and, and uh, from, from our perspective, you know, I try and now paint a picture of like, you know, you're in a very competitive market and because you just raised a little bit of money and you opened up a location, you know, star instructor, you know, there's going to be someone else who's going to be able to do the same thing. So I think there's a lot of irrational development and funding that goes on. And then maybe right. some of that money doesn't go towards the companies that are stable and have yeah. multi-units and, you know, <laughs> like, um, you know, it used to be, uh, you, know, you can contaminate parts of the industry by having, you know, non, not success stories, I guess. Right. So... Yeah. Are, are you, um, how, how do you deliver those types of, uh, is it, are you a well, storyteller like I, I am? Yeah, I am, actually. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I, I tell them the, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, it's, it's brutal being an entrepreneur, and it's tough in the fitness industry. And then you have personalities on top of just having a business right, sure. you're dealing with. You know, every, if they're a good instructor, they're a personality. You know, I've never met a good instructor or great instructor who wasn't. And sure. with that, you know, you have ego and it's... it's yeah, I feel, I feel like I have, after being in the fitness industry for this long, I have much more appreciation for, um, for agents and, like, right? talent management firms. It's so true, right? Um, yeah, especially I, in this day and age of, um, you know, with Twitter and Instagram and everything else. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could blow your stars, stardom, you know, by just doing yep. something that you shouldn't have done. That you can't really, with you know, take back. No, it's true. <laughs> I, and um, right out of law school, I was a sports agent. So oh, I, really? Yeah. So I, so I got a little bit of taste of this, you know, back in the '80s. Um, but you're right. That's that's what it's like, and they expect that, and so it's you know, it's it, it can it can get challenging. I I I always lay it out there. I'm. You know, I'm from New Jersey, and you right. know, I, I, when I'm talking to someone, I tell them like it is. <laughs> right, right. So when you look at, um, when you look at some of these more structured programs, it might take the instructor somewhat out of the the, the mix as like the focal point. Obviously, right. they need to be there. Kind of liken this to um, a big sports player. I, I still try and play flag football, not tackle um, but <laughs> when I'm playing football like there's a system there's a set of plays right and you can interchange the players um, but there's an offensive system and there's a defensive system so when you look at you know an orange theory type of concept where clearly like the workout is more important and the, and the location is more important than the than the actual instructor right um, and you take a look at you know like f45 and some of these things that are more like videos and you know, having people stare at at, uh, at a screen and maybe have somebody make sure you don't hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. What's your view? And then, then there's some spinning concepts out there that are, well, um, uh, what was the company that tried it? Uh, IMAX tried to do like their own like visual, audio visual thing. Right. Uh, which didn't work. Um, but what's your view on, you know, does technology 
get to a point where it, it runs the class? I mean, what, what's your, do you think no, there's a hybrid I mean, model? What's I your think thoughts it's, on that? Uh, for me, it's, you need community. Um, right. And with technology and the screens, it's, it's like you, you lose that. Even like millennials, they have a different version of community. But then, you know, I, I, think, I think that's, a, that's an important factor. Um, is, to, is to still have the community. So there's a there's a delicate balance there between having having the instructor, you know, be the focal point or having the the concept, the club. Sure, sure. Yeah. So um, maybe just take a minute and talk about how how hard it is to build community, <laughs> and, yeah. and how it's not like a sometimes it just happens or it doesn't. Well, it's a lot of work. Um, People think, and I've had this recently too, where somebody goes, well, you know, it'll be a beautiful space and once people see it, they'll just come. And I'm like, oh, uh, that's exactly no. Right, You know, um, so with me, when when I first started jazz, I wanted it to be the cheers of workout, not that anybody knows what cheers is anymore. Well, I do, so. Yeah, so... You know, and it, that not, w- not the healthiest crew. To not be the around. no, but it was it was fun. Everybody sure. knew your name, and and the the issue was that scaling that right. community, and I was able able to do it. But it was it was a focus. Right. It was right. part of our DNA was that community, and it was a really important. Like you know, when we did teachers training, that was part of it. When we did uh, you know front dress training mm-hmm. that community was part of it yeah um, the, the yazzers the, the yazzers, yazzers right there, yeah. it's just like yeah. you know it's a badge of honor you know i'm a yazzer we even had t-shirts what year they you know they joined and the, nice. you know, so it was it was a little crazy there for a while great so um so as you look to help more and more people um mm-hmm. you know part of this could be uh, having content online and playbooks online, but a lot of this is basically, you know, having access to you. Right. And, you know, I think a lot of people in business think that um, I'm going to do some research and I'm going to put this together, but you really need an advisor. You need a mentor. Right. You need someone to bounce ideas off of that's going to be receptive to innovation, but also, you know, kind of anchor you back down to the reality of, you know, how the, the health club industry and how you got to right. sell memberships and, this no, that's it exactly and- it's exactly true. Um, you know, you can do all the research you want, but everybody's concepts a little different. Their personalities a little different. Right. You know, so that's you know that's the nice thing when you do have the men- a mentor, you know, or an advisor. You know, you're you're telling them your story. You know, and I I know you experience this. You know, each entrepreneur has their own experience of what what's happening and you, know, you you see the whole market and you're able to give them advice for them yeah and, and also um, a lot of it's based on what's happened to them before so yes, if they had a good the, investor experience or a bad no, investor no. experience that kind of frames you know your, your thinking narrows you down a path it's so true yeah. it's you know it's sort of like parents you know <laughs> You know, one of the things I used to ask all the time, what was your relationship with your parents, with your mom, Mm. before I'd hire someone? Because I would become their mom. And if they had a bad experience with, you know, they didn't like their mom, 
they ended up not liking me. Interesting. And so that I love my mom, but she, we definitely had some <laughs> 7 a.m. wake-ups were not. I don't think yeah. I'd be ever teaching a 7 a.m. spin class or yoga no. class for you. No? no, I don't think. I think that wouldn't work. Maybe the 8, <laughs> maybe the 8 a.m. would work. <laughs> so, look, I, um, you know, you, you've been a trailblazer in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great that you can give back to other people and, you Thank know, you. Keep, keep guiding them. And I think, um, you know, as we add more market share, I hope people tap into the knowledge of yourself and, and others that have gone through this and been successful and opened up multiple locations and, and seen the markets, you know, change and, and you know, be able to be uh, flexible and, and understanding of, like, how you build something and got to build right. something of value to last and you got to work at it every day. got to work at it. Yeah, no, I'm excited. This is like a, a new, you know, a new career for me. And it's, it's nice because I, it puts together everything I've done in the past and I do have the experience. I've seen the market change a lot over you know since 2000 2001 i mean it's it's crazy it is it is crazy and so. you know and it's and a lot of it is like finding real real estate you know i've, I've talked about real estate and soundproofing and you know then instructors you know hiring instructors marketing branding um it's fun. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. That's great. Well, if you're going to embark on this journey, get a playbook and get a mentor and, and contact Kim. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you too. Awesome. Bye-bye.